Hey, what's up, guys? We are so excited that you're here for another episode of Open Mic. I'm here today with Chloe and Logan, and we today are going to be talking about friendships, how to find your friends, uh, what it looks like to be a good friend. And so I'm really excited to jump into this topic. Uh, but my first question for you guys is, do you guys have any like funny stories of friendship? Oh, man. Kogo, I've got one uh, where your brother Rob is one of my best friends. Shout out to Rob. Rob's spoken at our Young Adults Conference, but also one of my my best friends, one of my longest time friends. Well, we had an argument one time. Uh, The most serious, I think, heated argument we've ever had was over whether the NBA regular season was worth watching. And I don't think we talked to each other for like three days afterwards. It was was pretty drama. All right. We were younger then. But... uh, uh, we're obviously over that now. Rob's one of my best friends, and that is to say that uh, strong friendships, they make it through. You oh, know what I mean? On. They make That's it through. Good. That's good. I love that. Well, um, guys, let's just jump into this topic, right? So we the Bible talks about how we're made for community, uh, and we're not meant to do life alone. And so where do we find this community? Like, how do we find friends? Does the Bible talk about friends? Uh, let's just kind of dive into it. Yeah, I think you have to kind of look at like where you are spending your time. So if you want to have friendships that are centered around the Lord, um, look and see where you're spending your time. Like, are you invested in the local church? Do you spend time serving um, at your church and just see like, okay, is that a place where I can like find my people, find my friends? And I feel like that is a great place to start is serving in your local church. Mm -hmm. And through that, you can find community and the people that are going to be coming alongside you and serving next to you. Mm. That's good, Chloe. We've seen a lot of people who um, have come into like our church and maybe they were like coming in, sitting by themselves Mm -hmm. for a long time. And then, you know what they do? They get in a small group. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, you have a huge crew right now. Like that's the most beautiful thing to see. Uh, I can think of several people who that's their story. Mm -hmm. And I think, gosh, like we, we, it reminds me that we're made for community. And now I feel like those people are thriving because they have those friends and they found them in the context of the church. So Mm -hmm. I think that's so, so good. Yeah, and I think one of the things is our, our friends naturally uh, are going to influence what we think about, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. There's some guys on our staff right now uh, who are all about, they've just gotten into golfing. And it's the funniest thing <laughs> to me because now they're they're like trying to get me to go golf with them and all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because they're all getting into it at the same time and they, they have influenced each other. And like, that's a cool thing to see, but it's no doubt that, that happens in our lives. And so we do need to pay attention to uh, who we are spending time with, you know, and it's not that we isolate ourselves from anyone who doesn't have the same mindset as us. I'm someone who, you know, I would say this is like, if you are a believer, it doesn't mean you totally isolate yourself from someone who isn't following Christ, because we want to be on mission. We want to be, uh, you know, reaching the people around us. But like you said, you, Coco, you actually shared this before. I'm still on your point. No, I'm you sorry. <laughs> is that you got to be careful that the people who aren't following Christ that you're you're witnessing to, that you're spending time with, that they're not the ones that are speaking into your life and giving you wisdom on how you need to live. Because you need someone that's pointing you towards a biblical worldview uh, in that manner. Yeah, and I think Proverbs 12, 26 says this, that the righteous choose their friends carefully. And I think like we, we can ask God for friends and friendship, mm-hmm. um, but if we have friends who um, are constantly 
you know, you, you name it, complaining in mm-hmm. sin, um, doing things that are against God's word. Gosh, like, you know, the old saying of like, show us your friends, we'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. I think that truly, like, that's so real. Like right. who you're surrounding yourself, you are a compliment compilation of the people that you're surrounded by. And so that can be a good thing or that can be a negative thing. And so I really think like taking friendships seriously and really evaluating like, okay, if I want to be righteous, I need to choose my friends carefully because I know that they're going to have a say in my life. And I want that to be honoring to God, glorifying to God. And when you have good friends in your life, gosh, you can go further faster mm-hmm. because they are investing, they're pointing you back to Christ and they are showing you what it looks like to be a good friend. Um, so Clay, what would you say? Like, what are some characteristics of a good friend? Mm. Yeah, I think, um, I, so kind of going off of what you were just saying, Coco, it made me think of that first of, I had a season in my life where I was surrounded by people that were not building me up. Like Mm. they were ones who were talking about other people. They were Mm. super critical. Um, and I struggled because I wanted to witness to them. Um, but I also had to set a boundary of like, I, they cannot be the ones constantly like point you know like into me and getting my refreshment from them because ultimately like friends can either bring life or like bring drama and kind of destruction and so I feel like a good friend brings life to your friendship Mm -hmm. I feel like some of my sweetest friends like I feel so refreshed by being with them and I feel like that is a characteristic of like they refresh me Mm -hmm. after I leave them I'm not drained because I have friendships where I leave and I'm drained from it Mm -hmm. um but the friends that bring me life and ultimately mm-hmm. they are following the Lord, they're in his word daily. And so they bring me life when I hang out with them, they refresh me. And, um, I think that that is just so important to have people that don't just kind of drag you down, mm-hmm. but they give you life. They build you up. Yeah. And I think you, I like the point you made, Chloe, of like, you're still spending time with people and it's not the most life giving thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, guess what? If you're leading and you're doing these things and you're you're following Christ, you're going to spend, not everyone's going to build you up in the same way. You can still spend time with people like that, Mm -hmm. but you do need to have those people that refresh you, that you can have fun with, that you can, uh, you know, that you can just be yourself around and uh, it's just natural. People that can just, I kind of view it as like people that could pop over at your house anytime and you're like, I'm cool. I don't need to clean everything up. You need those relationships, uh, but those relationships aren't formed overnight. Right. And I think that that is something, there is a little bit of a myth or maybe just a misunderstanding of like, you're not always going to feel like your friends like are, there's going to be seasons in your life where it's going to feel like, man, I'm not sure like what my friend groups look like. I don't know who, who these people are for me. I mean, I tell people all the time, and I've said it on here before, when Emma and I, my wife first got married, that was one of the loneliest times for us because we were trying to figure out what do these friendships look with, like for us now and how does that, mm-hmm. that happen? And so you have to continue to dive into community mm-hmm. and make yourself uh, vulnerable. It, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think that there's something else in society that we hear a lot right now. It's like no new friends or I'm going to keep a small circle. And that's not a that's not a biblical mindset because a biblical mindset is one of hospitality. Right. It's one of outward oriented. That's the way your focus is. You're concerned about the needs of other people as well. And so I don't want to have like a no new friends mindset. I want to have a, a constantly be on the lookout for relationships that either could encourage me or I could encourage somebody else in. And I want to have, I want to have my circle of people that I can confess to mm-hmm. that, that are like my people, you know, that I go to. Uh, but I also want to have, I don't want like a small circle of influence. I want to be around as many people as God will allow me to be around. 
Yeah. And I think one of the questions is like, man, if I'm in a season where I don't feel like I have a good group of friends and I have been there, I can look mm-hmm. back, um, gosh, several times in my life, like points in my life where I felt like, God, I feel like I, I'm friends with a lot of people, but also mm-hmm. like, who are my, my people, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, the thing that I had to do was I just begged God. I was like, mm-hmm. God, will you bring people who would be a, like close friends to me that I can enjoy and I can uh, spend time with and really be able to encourage one another. The Bible talks about encouraging one another. That's community. Like when we come together, we get to encourage each other, not forgetting to meet together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to we want to hang out with those people. Um, and it's been so cool because that has been a prayer that God consistently answers. Mm-hmm. And I even think about um, that where I live right now, it's with my sister and then one of our, our good friends now. But at the time when we first moved in, we didn't even know each other. Mm-hmm. Like that was such a God thing looking back though, because I, we were praying, I was praying specifically for friends, um, that would be close friends and that we could do life together. And like Logan, like what you said, just pop in and stuff. And, um, cause there's just something sweet and, and special about that. Um, but it was so cool because, I remember my sister and I were going to go meet with, with this girl and I'm like, listen, we're not making any decisions until we, we pray about this and we are like 100%. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because by the end of our like meeting together, God just gave us such peace about it that we were, um, we were like, okay, we're going to go visit this house and this house and do Aww. this. And, uh, and like now it's been like almost like two and a half years, I think. And that has, God has brought such a sweet friend. Um, and that has been such an encouragement. And I'm just like, gosh, like God is so kind to give us friendship when we need it. And, um, and there's just something really, really special. The, the Bible talks about, uh, relationships and sometimes we can elevate romantic relationships and Mm -hmm. think that's the ultimate, but gosh, I really do think that friendship is also so, so important. And I don't think we need to elevate like romantic relationships, we need to elevate community and friendships yeah. because God has a good plan for our friendships. Um, and I think that he wants to bless us with that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I think that could be dangerous that Coco, like you said, if like we want to elevate like our relationships, like romantic relationships, because of course, like my husband, Jake, he's my best friend. I would totally say that. But Jake's pretty awesome. too. <laughs> he is pretty awesome. But if I just relied on him to be like my only friend in my life, like that would be crazy. Like mm-hmm. we would be so like, conflicting with each other all the time if we only had each other and not our people and so they're like if you're in a relationship whether you're dating you're engaged or you're married like um be sure that you have like each of your people like yes we have a community together but we also have people that like I go hang out with my friends and he goes Mm -hmm. and hangs out with his friends and there's like that is so important. And Mm -hmm. we found that so much in marriage and different seasons are going to look different. Like when Jake and I got married, we had to like kind of step back and reassess um, because we were one of the first people in like our friend group to get married. And so some of our friends are like, do we invite, like they literally said to us, like do, Mm because like our friends, we just all had to like kind of go through that together. And so I don't know, I feel like different seasons are going to look different, but Mm. each time, like seriously bring them before God. Like there's so much power in that. Like you said, Coco is pray over your friendships. Like God wants us to come to him with every single detail of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so he wants us to pray over our friendships and what they're going to look like in the different seasons. Yeah. And how how you can be sure that you're not going to find new friends is if you're throwing a pity party, you know, I've been there before. Listen, we can all say we've We've been in the pity party (laughs) stage, but that's not attractive to anybody. And Mm -hmm. it's just a natural part of life that not friendships don't look the same at every stage. And so don't, if you're going into 
like looking for friendship, like no one wants to hang out with me, no one wants to be around me, and you're in pity party stage, you're going to get stuck there. And then I think the second thing on that too is if you're looking to maintain strong friendships, don't have a victim mentality. Like they didn't invite me to this, or I didn't get to go to that, or I wasn't a part of that. Just assume the best about people, right? And believe that, um, you, you know, believe the best about them. And so I would say this too, is that your friendships might not look the same in every season, but that doesn't mean that you still aren't friends with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look at my friends from high school. They're still my friends. They'll mm-hmm. be my friends till I die, right? But uh, that doesn't look the same. Some of them don't live here anymore or whatever else, but that doesn't not make them my friends. And I really want to be cautious in my life. I don't want to make statements like, yeah, we're not friends anymore. Right. Like I, That's just not something I want to say because as a Christ follower, I know that whoever that is, mm-hmm. that God made them, created them on purpose, right. for a purpose. I want to believe the best about them and pray for the best about right. them regardless of what might have happened. So mm-hmm. I just I don't think that that's something I want to be part of my vocabulary. It's like, right. yeah, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. Or I think a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, we had a falling out. Yeah. Right. And you know what that you know what that to the listener makes us assume? Oh, they they're in trouble. They had a fight. They mm-hmm. are. They don't see eye to eye anymore. Like it, it makes us assume the worst. Right. right. Um, but I, I really do. Logan, I love that you said that because I'm like, it's so true. As believers, we're going to constantly look to love people, to forgive people. And maybe you did have to have a falling out. We got to look to forgive that person, even if that means our level of friendship isn't the same. Yeah, that's good. Right. Putting up boundaries, saying, hey, I, you know, there's people in my life who we were really close at sometimes. And then what had to happen was step, I had to take steps back mm-hmm. of, I'm not going to hang out with them all the time. I'm going to put these boundaries up so that um, I can glorify God because maybe that's, that friendship is bringing me down, like whatever it may be. Um, and those, those people might be upset, like when you start to take those steps back, because that's natural. You're like, well, we hung out all the time and now we're not going to. Um, but I think looking to honor those people as you do that, but realizing that there really is a season for everything. And there's seasons where some friendships, like in order for you to continue to be all that God has for you to be, maybe some of those friendships are weighing you down. So you do need to kind of make some distance between that. Um, But my hope and my prayer is like, God, I want to be able to look every person in the eye and be like, hey, I know I did what God called me to do. And I forgive you and I love you. Although maybe we don't see each other all the time. Um, and I, and so I think, man, if you've had falling outs with friends, don't let that happen again. Like really ask God to help you to forgive and and um, and to move forward knowing that you did what God has called you to do. Um, but man, I, I really do think that we can all grow in being a better friend. Uh, one of the, my favorite things about good friendships, we talked about like some qualities and stuff. Um, I think one of the best things that we can do is we can look to be gracious towards people mm-hmm. and really show grace towards other people because we know that we're not perfect, mm-hmm. um, but we need the grace of, of our friends to say, hey, like, I forgive you and I love you. And Logan, what you said, believe the best about people. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that, okay, we're going to live in this zone of like forgiveness and grace. Um, and that strengthens our relationships when things that do happen, because naturally things happen. Um, but when we can come at it of like, okay, like we're going to have grace for each other and we're going to move forward and not allow those things to create bitterness in our heart and to take root because that will 
like naturally make people go apart. And so um, I think our greatest example of a true friend is Jesus. In John 15, three, it says, greater love has no one than to lay down his life for one's friends. And so we can learn from Jesus of what it looks like to be a good friend. And, uh, and Jesus is our friend too. So even if you're here today and you're like, I have no friends, the reality is if you have a relationship with Jesus, the Bible says he is our friend. And so lean into that, spend extra time with him. Um, and then I would say, ask God for more friends. Mm-hmm. Ask God to give you more friends and ask God to show you uh, who you need to text and say, hey, do you want to go mm-hmm. grab coffee? Like the people that have the most friends are the ones that take initiative. Yeah, so initiator. take that initiative. Be the initiator. Yeah, that's really good. And I think God uses our friendships as multipliers. I look at yeah. my friends and, uh, you know, my, my friend Rob, we've already talked about, is such an encourager to me, and he challenges, he, he, like, encourages me to, like, go for the dreams, right? My friend Ben, I can share anything with, and he he pushes me and guides me, and, uh, you know, I think of even Jared Bone, who, you know, is a pastor on our staff here, who's one of my best friends. It's like, he is a peacemaker. I can come to him when I'm all emotional about something, and he can process it with me and help make better decisions. Like, your friends help you make better decisions. They help you go further, faster, like you said. And I believe God uses them. We see Christ in them so that we can become more like Christ. Mm, That's good. Um, When Jake and I lived in London, we uh, got to work at a church there for a few months. And um, so we got to do evangelism on what they call a high street, ironically. Mm -hmm. And it's just like they're like, where all the grocery stores are. Which, the- funny story, that's why High Street, like, usernames for us are taken on so many <laughs> places, because High Street in <laughs> yeah, London, okay. yeah. That's funny. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's where all, like, the grocery stores are, like, all of your, like, your malls are on that street, essentially. And so we would do evangelism there, and one of the questions that we asked to people was, like, who is Jesus to you? And that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, how we started the conversation. And there's so many people, like, the most common answer that we got is, like, that he's my friend. Wow. And I just remember being, like, I've never heard people noticing their um like follow up to that mm-hmm. when we asked them okay like expand on that or something it was just so sweet like the people how they described that Jesus was their friend and I'm like mm-hmm. gosh like that is so true it just made me realize like Jesus is our friend like yeah. he is the ultimate example of a friend and so I think you know we take a look at our like earthly relationships and like are we being a good friend to them like mm-hmm. are we being a good friend to like Jesus like do we spend mm-hmm. time with him That's do good. we communicate with him constantly mm-hmm. and like with our friends like my friendship would like I would have to reassess my friendship if I wasn't talking to them like mm-hmm. often, you know, some of my really good friends. And so I'm like, gosh, am I talking to God often? Am yeah. I praying um, and in communication with him? And so I just, that made me think of that. And it was just so sweet. I'm like, I want to describe Jesus like as mm-hmm. my friend because he really is. That's so good. Well, guys, you know what? I'm reflecting as we're talking about friendships and I'm thankful for you guys. You guys are my <laughs> friend, Chloe, Logan, Jared. Uh, I really do feel super blessed uh, to have you guys that we get to work together, but we also get to be friends. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I praise God for that, like seriously. Uh, so we hope that you guys are able to, you know, learn something from this podcast. Our prayer is that God would bless you with friends and that you guys would learn to be good friends. Um, and so if this was helpful for you, we encourage you to share it um, so that other people can uh, hear about Open Mic. But uh, we're so thankful that you guys have tuned in today. We'll see you next time.